0: Today in Journey to the Stone, in this episode, I take you into the world of one of the most collected garnets in existence. Actually a garnet that has more dispersion than diamond has basically captured the hearts of the world for over a hundred years. This particular garnet is extremely collectible and it originated in the first discoveries out of Russia this particular material is known as demantoid now demantoid garnet has a characteristic within the crystal structure that is different than any other garnet giving it this superpower to disperse fire like a diamond it actually the dispersion of demantoid surpasses that of diamond so what you're going to see in a demantoid is not only the green which is the body color you're going to see a whole array of all different types of colors you're going to see rainbows reds greens blues oranges all popping through the crystal structure because of the dispersion capability so you see the way the fire comes out of that stone is actually quite remarkable and that's why you'll see that a lot of demantoids are actually cut like diamonds to bring out that maximum dispersion so they try to mimic the correct angles of 40.25 percent they try to get the fastest right? You know, the perfect faceting to bring out that dispersion. But let me take you back a little bit to where it all began. So here we are in Yakutia in Russia, right? This is where demantoid was originally discovered back in the day. And this is where Fabergé, the famous designer in Russia, made it popular with Royals, with SARS, etc. And you'll see a lot of the Fabergé eggs will have demantoid garnets, etc. Now, Russian demantoids have a characteristic within the crystal structure that other demantoids do not have they have what's known as the horsetail and it's the first time in history that a gemstone increases in value because of an inclusion if it has a horsetail within the stone the value increases because so many people want to collect the demantoids with this horsetail inclusion now it's really about preference to be honest i have seen demantoids that have the perfect horsetail but honestly when that horsetail is right through the crystal structure the perfect horsetail a lot of times it will block the dispersion of light because light can't move as fast through the crystal structure because there is you know this horsetail blocking the fire coming off of the back facet so sometimes that can cause a little bit a slight haziness but in gem gem quality russian demantoids they they can still have a pop that will blow your head off I mean really really amazing and that is the demand toy that basically dominated the world for over a hundred years that is the one that everybody knows now if you look at what these gems basically demand at auction they have gone as high as fifty thousand a carat there is no other there is no other garnet that even comes close to the price of demantoid and especially russian demantoid but then all of a sudden there we were in the orango region of namibia we're out there in the Orongo, which is the western part of namibia and africa now i went to africa and started going to africa 20 odd years ago and this was like I mean, this was crazy times. I mean, they were discovering gems in different parts of Africa. Nobody knew what the heck was going on. It was just wild. It was just crazy times across the board. And there we were. I found myself in Namibia. Now, Namibia is one of the most beautiful countries in the world. you got deserts. you got this. Here we are cruising around in a Land Rover. I mean, the car must have been like 40 years old. It's what they, people use for safari. But it was all we could get at that time. But basically, we're cruising around looking for gemstone discoveries now namibia produces primarily tourmalines but we run across we, tourmalines occasionally aquamarine as well full transparency and it does produce a little bit of other gems like the mandarin garnet etc all pro- pretty much in small sizes. But there it was, we found this green stone that we knew, wow, this is different. And it's sort of different, very different than the material that comes out of Russia. It tends to be 100% crystallized. So when you're looking at Namibian demantoid, you're looking at fire, you're looking at sparkle, you're looking at pop, you're looking at dispersion, you're looking at brilliance. And it's very similar to what happened with, if you look at the Burmese ruby and what happened to, for example, like the gem fields, Mozambique, Ruby, etc. It is exactly the same situation. Burmese Ruby has been around for a long time. Therefore, it was always the dominant seller in the global market, right? It was always demanding the highest price per carats. It still demands the highest price per carat because people want to buy into the historical value of the king of all gems, the Burma Ruby. Mozambique has come on the scene and if you look at the auction, houses now mozambique ruby is already making a statement and continuing to grow within the market as well because there are some amazing mozambique rubies that will basically rival some of the finest burma rubies so it really depends and same with namibia and russian demantoid right so namibia started coming on the scene you got some bigger sizes coming out of namibia in the early stages but still Very small. 99% is under a half a carat, right? So finding a one carat Namibian Demantoid will still already set you back thousands per carat. Now, they got control of the Namibian Demantoid mine, right? And, you know, some miner got control of it, named it the Green Dragon Mine, and off we go, right? Branded it built built the, you know, the mining operation and started selling rough into the Tucson market as well as all over the world. They did a good job. They were doing a lot of cutting in Bangkok. I remember seeing them send rough into Bangkok and they were cutting it. I knew the guy who was actually doing the cutting. I knew the guy who was also selling the, you know, the stones after they were cut, et cetera. And that's how the market, you know, started to grow. But typical, Right now, there's very, very limited supply out of the Namibian market. There is just nothing out there. So flash forward about five, seven years. Here I am in Madagascar. Now, I'm like thinking, not thinking Demantoid at all. I'm thinking Sveen. I'm thinking Aqua. I'm thinking Sapphire. I'm thinking Ruby. And voila what do i do i go to this village and no joke full transparency this is what happened so i'm hanging out with this guy and we're traveling up along the coast in the northern part of madagascar and he's working with like the un on carbon credits i mean carbon credits i don't know anything about carbon credits but something about carbon credits and did you know and i learned this as well that the mangroves Produce 10 times more oxygen than the, you know, like the green forest or the forest in Brazil. Right the rainforest and I'm like thinking how can the mangroves produce ten times the oxygen of the rainforest now? I don't know if this is exact listen I don't work for the UN, but I'm hanging out with this guy. We're going village to village We're looking at the different locales looking at the mangroves and no joke this guy We meet the villager of this town in Madagascar and he's got this green stone on his table while we're sitting there talking to him like and I'm looking at this green stone I'm start touching it playing with it and they're talking about you know carbon credits and how they got to save the mangroves and all that good stuff that gives us the br- the air we breathe me i keep looking at this green rock thinking what the heck is this thing what the heck is this thing? I'm looking at I'm looking 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 trying to figure out the crystal structure thinking okay must be tourmaline must be this it looks like garnet though it looks like it's got you know the way the crystal structure I'm like starting to drool man I'm starting to drool anyway I convince him to give me you know let me take the stone I go back I check what it is and holy moly we have discovered the mantoid in Madagascar unbelievable so I rush back Come back to this village, of course, without the, without the UN guy. Sit down with the village boss and say, "Hey, listen, where the heck did you get this stone?" And he says, "Oh, you know, some of the you know the villagers they pull it out of you know the mangro- they pull it out of the mangroves. And what they're doing is, when the tide would drop, the villagers would jump in when the tide would drop, and it's sort of like a swampy mud water right amongst the mangroves. They'd hold on to the mangroves, and they were putting in these small small nets trying to dig out these particular demantoids so here we got there's a demantoid deposit in the middle of the mangroves who the heck would have ever thought that to be possible but it was possible well guess what I got to eat Madagascar cuisine for six weeks. I mean, that pot, that pot, or that pot, but I stayed there for six weeks while we extracted all the demantoid we could get. I got a lot of amazing stones out of Madagascar. There's no more mining of this material. I mean, they basically was a one-shot wonder. I got all the rough. I got, you know, and these stones pop, you know, Variation of color, very similar to androdite, which is the mineral type of demantoid. So they range from like, you know, like a greenish yellow all the way to that vibrant green color like demantoids, but they all have more dispersion than diamonds. So really crazy exciting times when that happens where, you know, something that nobody expects comes out of the blue. But hey, that's my experience from carbon credits to... Demantoid in Madagascar. Those were crazy days. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this backstory of the whole world of Demantoid, but I will tell you this. Demantoid is one of Mother Nature's rarest gems. It is one of the most collectible gems in the world. And I will tell you, full transparency, it's only rising in price. So if you own a Demantoid of significant size, you win already. If you've bought a two carat, a three carat, a four carat Demantoid, the prices are consistently and continuously growing. I mean, I've seen Namibian 10 carat Demantoid sell for 20, 25,000, even up. Up to 30,000 a carat, five carats break you know 15 20,000 a carat on a regular basis. Coming out of Namibian, Madagascar is one shot, small wonder. So the pricing is in line with Namibian. They look identical, they look similar, they're very different than the Russian. They don't have the horsetail, they have all the sparkle, sparkles like a diamond. So, different type of material, but it was very short lived. But hey. I bought the lion's share of it and sold it all over the world. You know, if you ever see a demand toy cluster, like one carat or two carats in a cluster in a gold ring or something like that, I can assure you most likely it's come from me. The rough materials come from me because I was the man selling the demand toy. That was what I did. But look, price is only going up. No, no supply in the world market of any significant you know, worth, worthiness of talking about in the current market. So if you got a demantoid, you you know, enjoy the luster, share the brilliance because it is a rare geological phenomenon and it is by far one of the rarest garnets on record globally. Well, that ends this episode of Journey to the Stone. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. Don't forget to sign up to the podcast. Don't forget to put on the reminders. Don't forget to, you know, whatever the, I don't know the machine does that smacks you on the side of the head that says, hey, new story from Don Cogan coming out weekly. Whatever that, sign up for that, push the button, and enjoy the next discovery.